Hello, friends, and welcome to the Green Jacket Podcast Show, coming to you live from the private wet bar inside Hootie Johnson's cabin. Today is episode three, named 42 Long. We are eight days away from Master's Week, the greatest week of all. We will discuss today the most prized possession in all of golf and the namesake of my show, and one of the most recognized garment in all of sports, the Green Jacket. When you look at the other three majors trophies, uh, the British Open, the Claret Jug is 150 years old. The U.S. Open trophy is 128 years old. And the PGA's Wanamaker trophy is 170 years old. Interesting, the Masters replica trophy, the small one that the, um, the winners get, it's only 30 years old. But the real trophy they want, the real prize, is awarding of the green jacket which was first um, given to Sam Snead in 1949 and then retroactively was given to all the other former winners after Sam Snead. There are two stories on how the green jacket came to be. Let's go with the first one. We'll go with Bobby Jones. Uh, We'll always start with Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones went to an open championship dinner in Royal Liverpool where he noticed that the club champions were uh, wearing matching jackets to denote their position. He liked the idea and he ran into Clifford Roberts. Now let's go to the other side of the story. It was Clifford Roberts who wanted to identify members as a source of information to non-members and also let the waiters know who's going to get the check at the, at the end of the dinner. <laughs> All it says just sounds like Clifford, you know, business, business-wise, but he wanted his people wear green jackets. So during tournaments, people would uh, come up to these people in green jackets, ask questions, and they would have a question you know, like, where's the 11th hole, where's the 12th hole, and the members would point, point the way. Three years after the club opened in 1937, after the club opened in 1937, Augusta National bought the jackets from initially from Brooks Brothers. But the members thought the jacket was too thick and uncomfortable in the summertime, so they changed to the Hamilton Taylor Company of Cincinnati. But don't think about trying to get one, because they don't take custom orders. Not like I've tried. I'm just saying, they, they don't take custom orders. Now, here's some details about the jacket itself. The color of the jacket is known as Master's Green. Shocker. Shocker. I wasn't going to think Hunter Green, but it is Master's Green. I kid you not. Now, it's a shade of green called Potomi 342. That's getting that's getting really deep. If it's Pantomi 341 or Pantomi 343, it's not Master's Green. It has to be 342. Now, it's a three-button, single-breasted, single-vest. I don't know what single-vest means. I've only had three jackets in my life, and one of them is uh, my master's jacket, but I don't even know that's a single vest. But uh, it has a logo of the Augusta National on their left chest pocket, and also on the brass buttons, there is also the logo of of the Augusta National. Now, the buttons are made by Waterbury Company out of Connecticut. The patch on the um, left breast pocket is made by A&B Emblem Company in Weaverville, North Carolina. The material of the jacket, it's roughly, it takes about two and a half yards of tropical white wool from the Forestman Company Mill in Dublin, Georgia. And it estimates that the total cost for all, to have all this jacket be built, 250 bucks. That's better than men's warehouse, tell you the truth. Now the jacket from start to finish usually takes about a month for it to be completed. Now when a new winner wins the Masters, he doesn't, he just gets a standard jacket. It's not his jacket right now, but when he gets his own jacket, it will have his name on the inside, uh, 
left pocket, I believe. I believe it's left pocket. Yeah, it's inside left pocket. I'm part. Now, one of the traditions of winning the uh, jacket is having the previous year winner to put it on the current winner, except when the champ repeats himself. Such as the point in 66 when Nicholas repeated and him, uh, him, Clifford Roberts, and Bobby Jones discussed it, and they decided that he needed to put it on himself. So no one put the jacket on Nicholas but Nicholas. But when Faldo and Woods repeated, they had the chairman of the Augusta National put it on them. Now, when you win the green jacket, you can keep that jacket for a year, take it with you, do whatever you want to, but at the conclusion of that one year, when you come back for the next year, Masters, it has to stay in your locker room, and it stays out on the grounds of Augusta National. Except for one exception, and that was when Gary played in 61 when he, when he won, and he took it home with him, and then he came back and he forgot to bring it back. And Clifford Roberts reminded him that the jacket needed to be returned to Augusta National. When player told Roberts that if he wanted it, he needed to come get it, Roberts thought it was amusing and asked him not to wear it in public, which Gary Player to this day has never done that. He has kept it home and he's kept it with him. Now, one of the requirements when you register to play it for the Masters, all Masters competitors um, at their arrival at the club, they ask to supply their jacket size just in case you know what if it comes down to it now on sunday afternoon there's staff members with the club that keeps an eye on the leaderboard on sunday afternoon so they can have a couple of the corresponding sizes to bring to butler cabin when they do the um, jackets presentation there the jackets are stored at the club and then they range somewhere between a 38 regular to a 52 regular hence the name of this episode Gus and Asher, if you want to go ahead and have my jacket ready, I'm a 42 long. Y'all go ahead and have it ready. Go ahead and have it tailored. And when I get there, you can just go ahead and put it on my shoulders. That's fine. <laughs> that's never going to happen. <laughs> um, after winning, the champions are sent to the golf shop, and that's where they will be fitted with their personal one. Except for one occasion. The greatest Masters champion of all time, Jack Nicholas. When he won in 63, he wore a member, a former member who I believe was a governor of New York at one time, but he was deceased the next year. So they gave him his jacket. He wore that for almost 30 years. When he won his other five jackets, it was that same jacket of that same person. It wasn't until 1998 he was having lunch with with Jack Stevens, at that time the chairman of Augusta National, and he told him the story. He's like, Jack seems like you've never been fitted. He said, no, sir, I've been wearing this former member's jacket. So Jack Stevens had him go to the pro shop and get fitted. And in 1999, the next year, he had his own jacket. Who would have thought that Jack was using somebody else's jacket for 30 plus years? That's crazy. Now, like I said, all the jackets are made from the Hamilton Company in Cincinnati, except, except for Nick Faldo. He had his made at Nordstrom. Did he have a deal with Nordstrom? Did he have a bargain? Or, or did he not like the fabric of Hamilton Company? Who knows? But Nick Nick Faldo is the only one who's um, not made from them. Now, some of these Masters champions, they've done some crazy things with these jackets the year that they've won. And like Phil has has taken his daughter to Krispy Kreme to buy donuts. Uh, Bubba Watson, as soon as he won the, his second year, 
he took his wife, his uh, his friends, and then his caddy Ted Scott. They all went to Waffle House. If once a once a green jacket goes to Waffle House, you know it's just anything. The, the rules go down the window. <laughs> uh, there was a time where uh, both Danny William, when he won, and Sergio Garcia, when they won it, they've won it. They wore it at, at Wimbledon. Mike Weir uh, dropped a puck on opening night, 2003, the, uh, the hockey season in Toronto. Uh, let's see, who else? Let's see. Uh, Mark O'Meara, he was so excited and so obscure of the rules. When he won, he drove it home back to his rental house. And as soon as he got out of the car, he, he it freaked him out that he still had it on because he thought he had to return it. And Tiger Woods, who was staying at the same rental house, told him, like, no, 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 you keep it for a year. And Mark Romero was, I mean, he, he was worried at the time, but he's, after that, he was like, whew, okay. He was afraid to go, that he had a, he stole the jacket and he had to bring, take it back. Uh, there's some interesting, but they're not sold. They're not, like I said, they're not sold, but some of them have been found on thrift stores. There was a, a man in Toronto who found a thrift found one at a thrift store that belonged to a former member and he sold it I believe a hundred thousand dollars online or something like that but it's not the most expensive one uh the inaugural winner Horton Smith uh his jacket went on sale via auction it was nearly sold I mean it was sold nearly for seven hundred thousand dollars put that two and a half pounds of fabric for $700,000. That's crazy. But really, that is the price. I mean, that's it's part of history. It's Horton Smith's jacket. It's just, it means so much. That jacket means so much. You can see it in everybody's eyes. You can see the tradition. You can see how much they honored the reverence, the lore of that jacket. I'm To say the jacket is a valuable piece of a sports Americana folklore is an understatement. We've seen what it means so much to people from the outside looking in and those rare enough to wear it. But I think three times Masters champion Gary Player said it best when he said, a golfer experienced few feelings that are any greater. That green jacket stands for a lot more than just the ma- winning the Masters. It stands for a gentleman like Bobby Jones and his legacy to the game. It stands for a man like Clifford Roberts who gave his heart and soul to Augusta and the tournament itself. It stands for the greatest chorus in the world. It stands for the great men and the great achievement. The master jacket epitomizes perfection in golf. I don't think anything else can be said about the green jacket. It's It means that much, and it's the reason why my podcast is named that. And that's just a little bit tidbit, are you kidding me? Yes. Of our show, I want to thank everybody for listening. Next week, we'll, we'll have a new episode. I think we're going to talk about my favorite golfer, Larry Mize, before the start of the tournament. And every day of Masters Week, we'll probably have a podcast getting ready for the uh, the fir- Thursday's first round. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we'll probably have post, post-game analysis and the movers and shakers of Masters Week. So until then, this is Josh Johnson reporting from the Green Jacket Podcast Show. Thank you very much, and have a good day.